Hello, maybe babies. We're back after kind of a mini hiatus there. This was probably the longest, not even probably, this was the longest we have gone without recording an episode. Did you miss us? It's been over a week. The three of you who Almost listened to our last weeks. one. Oh my God. The three of you who listened <laughs> must be like starving for our attention. I know. You're just missing I'm so starving much. for all of yours because literally I cannot survive without attention. We miss you all. I would Seriously. die. For real. I've missed this. Okay, Leb, catch them up. What did yes. they miss this week? It's been a week, you guys. I feel March just dragged on mm-hmm. and it was so slow. And then April has happened in about 20 seconds. Yeah. I no, can't like, believe April is almost over. March was an entire year, but April has been two days. Seriously. So, oh my gosh, what happened this week? It went really quickly. It was a boring week. It was you know, just boring. Like classes yeah. and then it was like gross outside. It was disgusting. For those of you who like don't live in Minneapolis, it snowed for three days. Straight. Literally like no break. Just just snow for three days. Where like every time I looked out my window, my room in our apartment is literally, it used to be like a porch. And so it is like 360 view of like windows. And so every time I looked out like a crack in the blinds, it was just snow and I like could not function. That hurts. After we had the taste of spring weather for like the last three we weeks. And not even a taste. Like we had like a Steady good, weather. We had like an appetizer of spring oh, weather. Yes. And then it was gone. It was like literally last weekend, we went on this like cutie little walk. It was through really like cute. Father Hennepin, yes. Stone Arch. We saw there's this. I don't know if if you're listening, Father Hennepin DJ. Mm-hmm. We want you back. But there was this like cute little DJ in Father Hennepin Park, and he was like had his whole DJ set up, and it was like absolutely incredible. He was like vibing, and he was vibing like just himself, like no audience. Just him. It was like eleven thirty on morning. a Saturday, and the passerby's were so yes, and it was so good though. So if you're listening or if you know, <gasps> it was nothing valuable. But if you know the Father Hennepin DJ, please t- hit him up. Tell him we want him back. We really do need that kind of entertainment on our daily walk. Literally, and he literally was almost like transplanted. From yeah. the KK. It was really funny. The yeah, college like, club vibe that was just yeah. happening in the park and the dance moves and mm-hmm. like the chain smokers that was on in the background just, yeah. it just really solidified his aesthetic. Yeah. For those of you who are like familiar with the St. Anthony, Maine like scene, there's that little pavilion in St. Anthony, Maine, but he had like a whole setup within the pavilion of like his like... I don't know, like, the correct terminology. Record spinners? I don't even know yeah, what to say. Yeah, no, literally, like... And he had, like, the big, I, tall, like, like It was, booth. like, his whole, like, DJ setup. And he brought it with him. And speakers. It. it was incredible. I was, like, so happy for him. Mm-hmm. He was still, like, getting his name out, like, living his dream, getting experience. SoundCloud just isn't enough. You yeah, have to go through other avenues. To, like, yes. And so, Father Hennepin and that is obviously the correct way to go perfect about Perfect way to do it. Yeah. No, but it was so funny because also on that walk, we just like saw the most incredible things. That was the most entertaining walk of all quarantine. Yeah. No, I think for real, my highlights, we've like... We've done a lot of walks during quarantine mm-hmm. and like a lot of them are on the same route. But for some reason, this one, I don't know if it was just like, 
a nice day, if it was just because it was Saturday, like it was like the there one month anniversary of, of quarantine. Yeah, no, there are just like a lot of reasons, possibly for why this was like such a sightseeing day. It was big. Yeah. Where do we even start? What to like so recap we, what we saw? Let's unpack okay, this. So it was electric. The first thing that we saw was the, the DJ, DJ and Father Henny. Mm-hmm. And then after that mm-hmm. was... Parkour guy. The parkour guy. Yes. Oh, my yeah. goodness. There was this man who was parkouring in gold metal park. Or no, what was that? It was in gold metal. Yeah, gold uh, metal. Yeah. Like that area. And, and like, he was like hopping yeah. from the And like if the you know where like the is. Yeah. yeah. And he was like jumping around. All those like ruins. Yeah. Were, like, yeah. Where like the old gold metal used to be literally yeah and then to the benches back to the ground or like the railings Mm -hmm. he was really going at it he was going hardcore and like not in an ironic like oh like i'm parkour kind of way like he was just like actually like going for it and as someone who like i've gone for runs in the past Mm -hmm. and like i do it it's not my favorite thing to do but I think that, like, if I put some kind of, like, obstacle in my way, like, this parkour guy, it might, like, incentivize me. I need a little bit more excitement. I know. So I think I might, like, next time I see him, I might mm-hmm. hit him up and be like, hey, like, what's your deal? Mm-hmm. Can I get your parkour route so that I become a better runner? Absolutely. It's the training. Incredible. You're going to be on the next American Ninja Warrior after yes. this training for park- with parkour. Yeah. On that same route, we saw the cutest mother effing corgi. Baby corgi. Like, literally, like, okay, so I know that corgis are adorable and above themselves. Like, mm-hmm. it's the queen's dog. They have, like, those stupid little, like, they're not quite an, like, a wiener dog, mm-hmm. but they're also, like not quite a puppy yeah they're just like these like long little guys and they actually have butts that float in water because they're full of air like those dogs are thick in the best ways and thick it's like, like and the cutest little okay the, the little, little stubby legs and then the little, little stubby, stubby legs. legs it's so it gets me cute it but we me. saw like this the most like precious little corgi puppy i remember and like fourth grade so i used to like f up the scholastic book fair oh yeah i don't know if you remember that oh they uh-huh. would, like literally just pop up in schools, the library they yep. would like come in one day and they would like put up like fake like merchandise shelves i literally think i'm for those of you who don't know i work in retail and like in merchandising and if like my current job falls through i might apply to scholastic because literally that seems so lit. Oh yeah. Like literally my favorite days of the year were Scholastic Book Fair days. Plus my mother was like a huge like book mother. Oh like, yeah. She literally would like die over like what books we read and we mm-hmm. got like special kickbacks for every A we got. Oh. In correlation to how many books we got. Okay. And so we could collect books based on how many A's we got. And yeah. that was incredible. But I remember all of the like cool knickknacks at the book mm, fair okay. like all the like bendy pencils like mm-hmm. shit like that. erasers yeah the smelly yeah. pencils that came in those like special pens oh yeah to like keep the smell or whatever i just remember like the blueberry ones specifically um but there was one set of pencils that had um dogs at the end okay and my mom like 
would not to like buy us books that we wanted mm-hmm. but we were not allowed to buy knickknacks okay and if we wanted those like that had to come out of like our money which we like earned through like breaking our neighbor's yard or whatever and there was this little pencil and it had this corgi at the end of it and i remember buying it because it was like such a precious little like tan corgi with like a white little stripe okay so precious yeah but why I'm talking about that now is because that was the corgi that was on our walk and starch. It seriously was. It like literally, it was this cute little precious corgi, little white stripe, tan body, precious. Probably named some like British name. So the cute. cutest. The cutest. Actually. Yeah. And then the rest of that walk, we just like kept running into like weird kind of things. So many random things. Like that guy who was running barefoot. He was yes. on stone like, no, Literally nothing no, on his like, feet. No shoes. And not even like those weird, so like not to drag her because I love her to pieces. But my sister, um, when she was probably, it was like four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had bought a pair of those. Like, but do you remember when those barefoot shoes were a thing? Yeah. Like they were like built. They had a sole, like running shoe. It was like the silicone with like the little yes. strap. And then they yeah. were just like stretchy on the top, mm-hmm. and then they had the strap that would tighten them. Yeah. My sister had a pair of those, but they like went in between your toes. Like, yeah. They were almost those, like footsie socks. It's yeah. But they were like padded on the bottom so mm-hmm. that you could wear them as shoes. Yeah. And my sister would like she like used to run yeah with those specifically and it was just like the funniest thing mm-hmm. and but like this, this guy, guy didn't even have those on nothing no socks not these weird running shoes not tebas not crocs not like tennis straight, shoes straight and bare feet on the pavement yeah and like the next question you have is probably like oh was he like running like as like athletics or mm-hmm. was he just like running because like he needed to get somewhere he was running from something no like he was 100% like the running for exercise like were like lululemon like shorts tank like he was running for exercise but Mm -hmm. like i don't know if he was training for some like weird barefoot i was thinking like maybe like beach volleyball if you have to like build endurance yeah but even then like weird like you don't even run barefoot on stone it was just like kind of quirky it was very and like literally like in general, like, I don't give a shit what anyone else does right. with their life, but, like, I don't know. That's also, too far. running across, like, the boards leading up to, like, across from, um, like, gold medal and that, like, museum. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe put shoes on so you don't get splinters. Honestly, that wood on bare feet would hurt a lot. No. I would not be into that Straight whatsoever. Up. It was so bizarre. Um... And then after that, we went and we bought, like, Thai food mm-hmm. because, first of all, we support local business. Absolutely. Straight up. Going out to dinner, that's now a heroic act. Yeah, no, literally, if you want to do good, first of all, buy, like, a gift card from a restaurant yep. you like or just buy food from them. Yeah. Depending on, like, what your availability looks like. But also, yes, we got food, and then we just went and, like, sat out on by, the steps. Yeah, by, like, the Guthrie, and we were sitting there, and this guy is biking past. Shirtless. Shirtless, no helmet on, which is, like, one of my biggest pet peeves when someone's riding a bike, but he just, like, is biking past. And he Chest goes, full of tabs. Literally. Yeah. Like, this in a group of, like, other guys similar to him. Middle-aged white men. Yes. And he was, like, happy Easter, and so, of course, we just, like give him like 
blank a stares. nasty look. <laughs> and then keep eating our pad thai. And he was like, you're welcome. God bless. God bless. And I was like, don't tell me what to do. Do not speak to me. Literally. I just hate that shit. It and then so he like weird. muttered some other stuff under his breath as he biked away. And I was and like, his friend started laughing. You literally look like an organ donor because you're not wearing a helmet. Like, seriously. No, like for real. I could spot you out of a crowd, my, my friend. Disrespectful. You're going to get hurt. Yes. I know. So that was our one day that we spent outside. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it snowed. snowed. For three days. For three days. We and then up. it was like in the 40s the rest of that. And I was like, I'm not going outside. I refuse. It was actually really cold. Yes. So my only source of like outside entertainment came from none other than Instagram. Yes. Instagram has been a lifesaver this yes. quarantine. And for those of you who don't know, I'm like an Insta whore. And I absolutely... Someone call you an influencer. Some might call me that. Um, I absolutely adore, first of all, having a theme on Instagram. It's a passion. You do have a theme. I adore it. Um, using that unum. But also just like following randos, like rando um, influencers. I used to write for a certain publication um, that was about Instagram and... Because I was like published on it, I also like built a small community on it. And this is like a really weird part of my past that I don't like to talk about because it was like very strange. And like in like 2018, when this is like a much bigger thing than it is now, but I have like a little Instagram community which I follow on Instagram still because we're like besties or whatever. Um, and one thing that was really popular on Instagram this past week was like different um like story trends specifically this one which was like pet peeves in relationships and so I thought it would be like a super fun thing for us to oops (laughs) for us to talk about that and like go through different deal breakers let's do it that have been on instagram let's do it so libby if you're ready for these i want to hear your opinion okay i want to talk about my own opinion Mm -hmm. and i want to see what our followers think as well hit me okay so the first one so i'm gonna read i'm gonna read like a scenario that a partner would have okay and then you have to decide whether or not it's a deal breaker or something that you can like move past in a relationship okay so imagine this, you're dating a guy and he is someone who when you travel, he stands up at the end of flights and like claps. That's weird. I feel like, is it a deal breaker? Honestly, probably for me, like how someone presents themselves in public yeah. is pretty important. And I don't know, that's odd. Yeah. As soon as the plane lands, like getting up and clapping or standing up in the aisle. Or is it like getting your carry-on out? No, it's like, no, they like stand up and clap. Like That's they weird. give like a standing ovation to the pilots. You no, Which, I do not like that. <laughs> like, first of all, like planes basically land themselves these days. Like someone had to say, to say it. it. Someone had to say it. Um, but also like one of my favorite things mm-hmm. to do, I do like a fair amount of in-flight travel, um, just because I live, like my parents live on the other side of the country, and mm-hmm. so to do that, I have to fly or just, like, to do other trips. 
And one of my favorite things to do is to roast the like noobs on flights who like still stand and clap and be like, oh my God, what is this like the 80s? And if I can't roast them with my significant other because he's the also one clapping, the one who's standing up and clapping, mm, yeah, that's like, a problem. That is just like, I don't know. And also, not only is that a problem, but like, I hate to say it, but if you're someone who is clapping at the end of a fight, you probably have like other weird tendencies. Tendencies. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. that's not like a normal thing that like educated, well traveled people do. Plus, it's just, I don't, I don't really like attention being drawn to me yeah so if you're the one person on a 200 person flight and you i don't want to have to act like no, i don't know you for real and i'm not gonna join you i will not be not even ironically no yeah so we're gonna say that's a deal breaker we're gonna say that's that's objectively a deal breaker okay so the next one is someone who like is not big on social media. Okay. So they're seeing memes on like a secondary page a couple months later. Okay. So like right now what's really big is like the Gossip Girl meme. Oh yeah. And it's like, for those who like don't have a Twitter and are uneducated, it's like the like Photoshop, like different parts of the Gossip Girl title. So like one of them is like, I have to pee. And then it's like, go piss girl instead of Gossip Girl. And so if someone were to like bring that up to you and like, let's say in July. Yeah. And you have to like act like you've never seen it before or you have to be like, yeah, I've seen that already. I feel like I definitely say I've seen that already, but it's so funny. But if that was constant, like literally he's always trying to be like the funny guy trying to like bring up these new memes that you've seen months in advance i could handle it if he was the right guy i feel like i you could like spin that and yeah. be like oh my god i saw that yeah <laughs> that was incredible or i really like that meme too mm-hmm. or i think you could spin it yeah so i, don't I agree a also if it's like going on for that long you could be like i literally see these on twitter two months ahead of when you show me on twitter you have to get it first of all i feel like Anytime I, like, make a new relationship with someone, like, even friendship, mm-hmm. I'm, like, you've got to get on Twitter because that is my number one love language. Yes. It's, like, sharing tweets. Getting like, a tweet from someone, no, like, I know you're going to say this is hilarious, is the best feeling. Of all, my favorite thing in the entire yes. world. Yes. And if I'm sharing a tweet with you, that is just, like, above and beyond because, like, I'm seeing a tweet and I'm not thinking about how I would find it funny. I'm thinking about how you would find it funny. That's incredible. That is a compliment to you. This is above the call of duty as your follower. <laughs> Sending it to really? you. Twitter is my COD. Seriously, honestly, that is a very big, that's a sign of love. That is truly, you're right. It's a love language. Exactly. It's like, they always ask on, like, I'm in like an intimate relationships class. And mm-hmm. then one of the like conversations we have is what is the next love language? And like, Sending tweets is 100% a whole separate thing. Definitely. Yes. Or Instagram posts or tweets or literally Literally anything. Any kind of like sending me directly something that makes me think. Something that makes you think of me. Mm -hmm. That's adorable. It is. It really is. I'm honored. I'm touched. You thought of me? I'm baby. I'm baby. Okay. So this kind of goes along with it, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of to the next 
extreme. So we just had someone who's minorly on social media, mm-hmm. but now we have someone who's so active on social media that they literally like are those people who get into arguments with celebs and their comments. I hate that. That's a breaker. I think for me that would be a deal breaker. Just like if you have that much time to be arguing with someone on social media or something as trivial as celebrity issues, you need to get a hobby or need to spend more time literally. doing literally anything else. And I just think that's weird. I agree. It's like this, like if you're arguing with a celeb, like they're so outside of, like they're living an entire different lifestyle than we are. Why are you arguing with them? Why do you care? Exactly. Why are you so caught up in their lifestyle mm-hmm. that you think it's okay for yourself to like input your opinion? And like, to insert no. yourself in that. And honestly, the amount of reach you'd have commenting on a celeb's post, if you're commenting on someone who has millions of followers, how many people are going to see that? Literally. Or you just need, you don't, literally. it's literally not that deep. You don't need to start beef with a celebrity no. or even in general, if it's just even a regular person. And why? if it is like a celebrity who like, you know, you don't necessarily like click with, like there's someone who like, you know, you have clashing opinions opinions with and you follow just for the sheer fact of like arguing with them when they have a controversial pick why are you following with them that's a really good point i do not understand yeah i guess along with that i know like a lot of guys will like a lot of guys follow like a lot of celebs who they think are like attractive Hot. like i feel like that's a really common thing for them to like follow like a certain like a select group of models or like actresses who are just like their type or, or just like in or general. just their mm-hmm. type like objectively like attractive like female celebs. female celebs yes like what is your opinion on that i i'm so confused i don't that's another thing i don't understand why yeah what is the point of you following them and liking all their pics Mm-hmm. Like following that closely, exactly. Yeah. And if you like every single picture yeah. or comment, or I don't even know what's the yeah. extent of what people do, but it's kind of creepy. Like I don't know. What are, What are your thoughts? Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's just like such and like uncharted territory that like girls do not follow guys to the extent like I do not follow like. There are celebs that, like, objectively I find attractive. Oh, And, for like, sure. I think are hot and, yeah. like, whatever. But I don't follow them to the extent that, like, guys follow, like, Victoria's Secret models. Honestly. And that is just, like, something that is, like, such a mystery to me. Yeah. Because I'm, like, why would I... I don't know. It's just, like... And so I don't know, like, whether or not to get angry about it because... Like, you obviously can't actively pursue something. Yeah. But if you're just, like, tossing them a like... Right. That still kind of feels like a dig. Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Because it's just like, I don't know, it's so weird. Because like, that's something that like, I would never do. Like, I follow celebs that like, I like because of shows I watch. Mm -hmm. Or like, things like that. And I don't know, it's never just like, I follow this group of celebs because they're like, super attractive. For real. Because that's not something that like, that's not what I use my Instagram for. Right. So, I don't know. It's just, like, kind of a weird thing. And then that goes along with, like, I don't know. If you're, like, talking with a guy, but he's 
still on Insta, like, liking a bunch of, like, girls' pictures, like, and, like, as girls, like, thirst traps are 100% a thing, and they're, first of all, like, nothing to be ashamed of, and, like, you should 100% be posting thirst traps that, like, you are proud of, Mm -hmm. but, like, when you're, like, talking with a guy or, like, dating a guy, and then you see that he is, like, liking all of her thirst traps, like, is that weird? I think so. Yeah. I, uh, in my eyes, a like kind of constitutes as your liking trust. Like, literally, it's not just like, like, it's not just a double tap. It's like, this is something that, like, I've thoroughly enjoyed seeing on my feed. And it's just, like, weird to, like, get around that idea. I don't know. And it's very odd. I don't really know how, like, what... I really want a guy's opinion on this. Why do you do I would it? Love what to hear are you more trying? From guys who like do this. Why? Like, are you trying to get something out of this? You just like yeah. appreciate the view. Are you or... double tapping in the hopes that like she sees it and she's like, "Wow, that guy who just liked my pick." Yeah, I should go after him because, or... like, low key, like as girls, there's one hundred percent. If you post something like on your Insta mm-hmm. or like on your stories, like. You are searching for that, like, view from, like, that certain guy. Or, like, things like that. Like, there's definitely, like, you're looking for the interaction from, like, a specific person if you're in that kind of situation. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I feel like it goes the other way of, like, as a guy, am I, like, oh, I'm going to like this because I think I'm the guy she's looking for interaction with. So, it's, like, that whole situation. Exactly. It's so bizarre. Uh, and we need to unpack this. Yeah. So interesting. It's very, very weird. Literally. And then, especially yes. if, like, how can you get mad at someone for, like, liking mm-hmm. someone else's? Like, does that constitute as, like, an act? Like, breaking, like, someone's trust? Or, like, yeah. doing something kind of shady? Literally. Or is it, like, a harmless thing? I don't really know what to think of it. Yeah. No, I agree. And just, like, with social media in general and Insta specifically, like, I feel like it is so easy for us to, like, portray a different part of ourselves for, like, a different sector of our followers. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know. I feel like it's really easy for us to get caught up in that. And, like, you see it so often of girls, like, posting things that, like, their closer friends see one way. But then their, like, outside viewership is going to, like, see as a completely different situation. Like, you can post something with, like, a close friend that comes across across completely differently to, like, a different viewership. And it's just, like, so interesting to see what people are posting for, like, which audience. And what they hope to, like, or what kind yes, of what their purpose response is. they want yes. to elicit. Yeah, like, it's what very, comments they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Captions are, like... So, I feel like... Very different. Yes. And, like, literally, it's this, like, common thing where guys are, like, oh, like, girls play games in their, like, captions. But I'm telling you right now, girls play games in their comments and their captions. And, like, if you think it's something to read into, it probably is. Mm -hmm. Take it for face value. Literally, take it for face value. If there's one thing that we will tell you... It is that everything should be taken for face value. If she's commenting, you gotta think about that. Exactly. Why is she commenting? Or if her caption is something that you're like, this comes across 
if I didn't know better, this would come across a, a different way. Act like you don't know better. And it comes across that way. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you. Yikes. Okay. But back to these deal breakers. Yeah. So another one is pen clickers. So you're with a guy and then you're like out at a restaurant with him. Date grows great. But then you get the bill and it comes to the pen because he has to sign it. Mm -hmm. And you're just sitting there talking after the bill comes. Yada, yada, yada. And he is sitting there with the pen like click, 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 clicking. I don't think it's a deal breaker, but it would annoy me. I think that's what a situation where I'd be like, you're ridiculous and you got to cut it out. Yeah. But, but do you say anything? It. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Like, how do you tell a guy like that behavior drives the like shit out of me? Maybe just something like that. I cannot stand that. Like, are you kidding like, me? Oh like goodness. literally like, like make it kind of jokes. Jokes. I feel like, especially in the first couple like dates, mm -hmm. when you're like going out with a guy, like first date, you're out with the yeah. guy, first time meeting him. And you're sitting there, day went great. Yep. But then Bill comes, he pays, great sign. He's sitting there, like, you're just chatting afterwards, like, finishing your glass of wine or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he is clicking that pen, like, and out, and out, and out. Just, like, constantly, mm -hmm. like, a nervous tick kind of deal. Like, do you ask him out for a second date or not? I would ask him out for a second date. Yeah. What do you think? I agree. It's just, like, that is something where it's, like... Is he going to have, I think I would just like literally sit awake and be like, does he have other nervous tics like that? Is like, it like a it one start at the pin click? Like, did I also not mm -hmm. notice that he was like tapping his foot the whole night? Right. Like, it makes does you he think. have, yes, literally. And I think I would just like read into that so much. And it's just like, I don't know. I was like, also thinking the other way. If it was like your first date, I yeah. have a lot of nervous tics. That's and I can true. get really awkward. So maybe yeah. that's just like his expression of like. I don't know. And like, Being nervous, I definitely think that like nerves are like adorable. Yeah. And like noticing like nerves on a guy, like a little stutter or like mm -hmm. a pen click or things like that. It's just like, it's almost like flattering in a way because it's like, he's nervous to go out with me. But like at the same time, you gotta it's like, it out. what, at 100%. what point does it become like too much? This is like beyond something I can get past. I know. I feel like if you bring it up and, and you like start it kind of jokey, like, oh my goodness, like, do you hear that noise? Or I, how would you bring it up? It's gonna be yeah, like, how do you bring it? Literally. But if you bring it up a couple times and he still does it, then that's, that might be too far. But in general, no. I'd probably give him a second shot. That's fair. Okay, so these are some deeper ones. Oh. So. You're dating a guy. Yes. Okay. It's been going great. Okay. And then you meet his parents. Mm -hmm. So you like go out to dinner with his parents or whatever. His parents Cute. are in town. Yeah. That's great. Like you're finally like meeting his family. Meet the right. Like things are like big serious deal. enough that you can do that. Like that's huge. Next step. Mm -hmm. And you make it through like the whole night together. Yes. And then you go to like Uber home or whatever. And like your guy does too. And to say goodbye, he kisses his parents on the lips. I'm repulsed. That is a deal breaker. Yeah. You, 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 yes. you. That is something reserved for, yeah, like your boyfriend or your partner or husband or however you want to call it. Yeah. That is not a parent-child relationship in my yes. eyes. That's too far. I have to agree. Like, if you're kissing your parents on the lips, 
your parents, your siblings, any kind of, if you're familial besides anyone else besides like your significant other on the lips, Mm -hmm. like that's just something that like, I don't know, maybe I'm being like ignorant to like other people, but that is something that like is so far past me. I'm out. To me, it's like a sign of romantic connection. Like maybe if you're like a little kid, like Like, when you're five, yeah, like babies are different. different. But once you're at a certain age, that's got to that's, that's gotta like cut it out. so. I don't Ew. know. It's just like on the no. on the lips. Like I don't know. When we were watching Love Is Blind and these people were getting married, yes, and their parents were kissing them at the altar, I was like, yeah. no shot. That would just be so weird. Yeah. Like that is like kind of a sign of like romantic life when yeah. you are an adult. I agree, and I know a lot of like Love Is mm. Blind is from like. The South. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I know that's like really common down there. And I'm like, I have a lot of family from the South. But at the same time, like, no. Like, I kiss my parents on the cheek. Exactly. Like, and that is totally fine. That's a okay. And that should be, if you feel like the only way to express your love for your familiar relationships, like, relationships is by kissing them on the mouth, like, I don't know. I'm out. That's just, that is yeah. just like I could not get over that. I'd be thinking like, why are you doing this? Literally. To express like your love for your parents. That's it's like a physical connection. Like yeah. ew, no. I have to agree. Yeah. No, it's literally I don't know. That's something that like I think about a lot is like mm-hmm. little familial things. Yeah. And like what is the boundary between family and like significant other exactly and that's a line that a hundred percent needs to be there definitely i have another one for you though okay okay you're dating a guy okay and he's so excited to maybe like go on a trip with you and he's just like we're going to disney and this guy just non-stop talks about disney he loves all their movies he loves just all things disney what, what are your thoughts? A Disney-obsessed person. Yeah. So, we've all known these people, like, throughout our life. Like, the Disney-obsessed. And it's a no-go for me. Like, literally, like, it's just, like, there's one thing, like, I love. Like, I grew up on Disney. Like, that was definitely, like, a big part of my childhood. Like, who doesn't love Disney? Literally. Like, they're adorable movies. Yes. Yada, yada. But, like, if you were, like, my... Like, I'm a season pass holder to Disney. These are my... This is my ideal vacation. It's the only vacation I want to take. Like, literally, I would rather pay you the, like, $500 entrance fee to a weekend at Disney to let me stay at home instead of going to Disney. Because that is just, like... I don't know. It's, like, such a weird, like... I don't want to say fetish because I feel like that's like a really strong word, but it's just like, why are you so, it's a weird obsession. Why are you so caught up in this world that like, I think that would be a deal breaker for me just because Disney obsessed people, whether it's like, I don't know. I feel like we've all known like girls in our high school who Mm -hmm. are obsessed with Disney. Yeah. But then like, there's something other, it's just like, I, let's find something else that we can like love and be obsessed with and let's have it be like. I don't know, something that's not the same thing as, like, a five-year-old child. Honestly. I agree with that. That, for me, would be a deal-breaker, too. I just couldn't handle it. Like, Disney's great, and the parks are fun, and especially if you have, like, a kid or something. 
or a family member that gets like really excited about it, it can be really cute. But the whole obsession about it, like we need to watch this movie weekly yeah. or we need to go to the park. It's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And it's like, to me, it's just like not a turn on. Like, it's just weird. Oh, 100%. Okay, so I have one last one. Gotcha. Hit me. Okay. So you're with this guy. Yes. And he refuses to call like having sex anything other than making love. Is that a deal breaker or not? Yes. That to me is just, it's, I don't know. I feel like that's reserved for like older people or I don't know. Yeah. Like it's not very hot. I I agree. I think that like the term making love is so antiquated at this point. That, like, it's just, like, kind of cringy. Just call it having sex. Literally. Or, like, if you're looking for a way to, like... Romanticize, romanticize it. it yeah. More, like, there are other terms other than, like, making love. Mm. I don't know. Or if you're, like, you're uncomfortable with the term sex, just say, like, hooking up. And that's great. You know what? I'm so happy with that. That's all we need. That suffices. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Let's Literally, just say we that. get it. We get it. I get it. Yes. I know. 100%. It's just like, yeah, making love is like a very, like, straight. I don't know. It feels like a very, like, 80s, like, early 90s kind 16 of like. candles. Yeah, yeah. It's like, kind of like, I love you. We're making love. We're not fucking. Like, yeah. That sort of thing. And it's just like, no, like, we are, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. We don't have to, we don't have to call it any special term. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Wow. We just unpacked a lot. We did. Those, that entire week we took off, this is like twice the amount of time that we have ever taken off, which is probably why it took us like twice the amount of time as a regular episode to unpack Absolutely. Yes. Wild. Damn. We did it. I know. You guys stuck through. Maybe some of you maybe, have reached this point. Maybe some of you have. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I hope it's been good for you. Then you'd be- good for you? <laughs> If it was, then you're a true maybe maybe. <laughs> Truly. Well, that's incredible. Thank you so much for listening. And yes. stay tuned for more apps. Yes. Literally, I'm exhausted from this. I'm sure you're exhausted from listening. I have to go to bed. And with that, good night. Gian.